Hi, I'm Holly. And I am Danielle, and you're listening to the Spooky Hour. Hi. When's the next Friday the 13th? Oh, gosh, I have no idea. I don't know why that was a thought right now, but it, like, I just want to know. <laughs> uh, hold on. I'm trying to look as quickly as I can. Uh, August. Oh, August. Okay. So I'll book that day off and float my pool and get spooky drunk in my pool. I don't know. Me too. Figure it out. I'm going to try. <laughs> Hi, friends. Hey. Happy Monday. Monday. Yeah, it's Monday. Yeah. Whatever day this is. Happy fucking... At this point, with lockdown, it's just... It's Monday. I keep day. calling it, like, December... 105th 2020 yeah december actually never ended (laughs) actually it looks like for everybody else it's ended it's just us here in ontario it did snow yesterday and the day before that so yeah um i literally got my winter tires off the the day it snowed like the bad snow i had my winter tire appointment and i was like you're fucking joking (laughs) (laughs) um yeah luckily i'm not leaving my house much anymore i've been sent back to working from home most of the time so that's good. Yay. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> um, other than that, our lives are the same. They're boring and we're still locked in our houses. That's yeah. It. That's it. And we're still crusty. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're trying, you guys. I did a positive post today. Uh, oh, I forgot that's to comment it. on it. Because my... you didn't have anything positive to say. <laughs> I was going to say I'm drinking a tea, but that's my positivity for the day. Oh, your positivity. T T <laughs> No See pun what I intended. Did there. <laughs> um so before we get into the episode, uh I just wanted to say something really cool that our dear friend Kevin found. Uh so last week I told you guys about the Lady of the Dunes. That was the Jaws case. Um and he messaged me saying So, fun fact, they're pretty sure that Lady of the Dunes was a victim of Whitey Bulger. He was known for cutting off the feet and hands from his victims and would pull the teeth out to prevent easy identification. And he had a house in the, in the Cape where they found the other, oh, where they found other bodies in the basement. So his house was like in the area that they found her and there were other bodies in the basement. Um, I looked into this Whitey Bulger guy and he's like a mafia boss of some sort. And he seems like a pretty shitty guy. Wasn't there a movie made about him? I don't know. The name seemed very familiar, but I didn't look into it much I beyond. I want to say that, like, <laughs> I honestly want to say that Johnny Depp played him. I'm Hold pretty on. sure. Oh, Whitey Bulger, Johnny Depp, Black Mass? Maybe. Is that it? Yeah, that is. It's called Black Mass. It came out in 2015. You nailed it, Danielle. Okay, look at that. Where can we go. So, unconfirmed, but that's a rumor that I did not see in my research. That's crazy. So, thanks, Kevin. Thank you, as always. Yeah. Uh, for doing my job for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, uh, with that, are we, are we ready? Do we have anything else to bitch about? Um, I don't have anything. Um, I actually had to think about that. No, I got nothing. <laughs> I feel like that's almost worse, because like, at least when we have something to bitch about, it's like a release, but yeah. when you're just like stagnant, it's just like, yeah, so it's a day. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I got approved for my vaccine. And oh yay so did i i forgot about that yeah look so at that positivity look at us go so we're getting our, we're getting our vaccines and doing we're the getting damn our thing. microchip yeah 
We're getting the cancer causing, like, whatever fucking, what, who else? Mutant, Mutant. microchipping, I don't know. Yeah, I know. Elon Musk is involved, probably. Yeah, we're going to walk by, <laughs> we're going to walk by women and give them infertility issues just by it yeah. shedding off of us, like, fuck yeah. them. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Yes, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> no, I'm actually really excited for it, and it's the most joy I've felt in a very long time. Right? So I will take that. Thank you for reminding us of that. You're, yeah, you're welcome. I'm excited. And with that, uh, should we talk about, like, dead people? I dead, guess? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Why not? Might be good um, <laughs> So today I'm talking about Bell Gunness, or Bell Guns. I forgot to look up the pronunciation oops uh, i'm gonna Big go shot, Gunness, though <laughs> <laughs> so she was born in oh so her fuck me i'm so tired <laughs> we just started i know <laughs> so bell gunness her real name she what she was born as was brynhild paul's daughter Storset, and she was born in norway which is why her name was so very long um on november 11th 1859 that was her birthday i can't oh, speak today me. we're just gonna deal with it you're doing a um, an oldie one. yeah yeah. Like yeah i kind of i've been into these ones lately because they're like almost like lore almost yeah. at this point yeah no i'm into it this is my my theme lately I like um, it. i'm here for it so bell uh gave herself the name bell when she turned 21 and immigrated to the u.s uh she just i guess wanted to have a more like u.s sounding name mm-hmm. um in 1886, Belle was living in Chicago with her new husband, Mads Sorensen. Uh, the couple ran a candy shop together, which sounds really adorable. Goals. But un- yeah, unfortunately, the couple's shop was failing. Uh, the couple were at their wits' ends, and their luck took a surprising turn. The candy shop had caught fire, and they were unable to save it. And this sounds like really bad luck, but it's not, because they ended up getting compensated, like, hugely yeah which is is, i'm not sure is a word (laughs) hugely it is Uh, they got they got a shit ton of money from their insurance company is what i'm getting at um so they ended up just taking the money and buying a nice big home and starting a family and all of that so the Sorensons had two children uh unfortunately both of them passed away at young ages uh the cause of death for both children was acute colitis and this cause was covered by the family's life insurance policy at the time no suspicions were raised it was the late 1880s so like death was not uncommon among children yeah uh so that being said it's very important to note that colitis has the same symptoms as poisoning nausea fever diarrhea and lower abdominal pain and cramping so keep that in mind Um, i feel like that was a big hint for all of us it was a giant hint i don't know if i could have made it any more (laughs) obvious i'm gonna take that hint (laughs) it wasn't colitis um (laughs) in the year 1900 bell's husband mads also passed away uh he just happened to die on the day where his two life insurance policies overlapped so this gave her basically two insurance policy pays out at the same time smart woman so he bought a new insurance policy and yeah, it was in between, so she got both payouts. Wasn't planned at all. Doesn't sound definitely planned. not. Nope, nope. Um, so Mads was known to have an enlarged heart, so his doctors just assumed that this was the cause of death, and I guess they just didn't do an autopsy or anything. Um, however, her in-laws accused Belle of poisoning her husband for the insurance money. Duh. Um, she fled Chicago shortly after his death and bought a farm on the outskirts of Laporte, Indiana, which is like kind of goals. I don't know if I should say that killing my husband and buying a farm is a goal, but... I mean, buying a farm is a goal. Yeah. 
how you get there is your business. Yeah. <laughs> so Holly, how are you going to get there? <laughs> um, while living in Laporte, Belle married another Norwegian-born immigrant, a man named Peter Gunnis. So this is where she got the name Belle Gunnis. Uh, the couple got married on April 1st, 1902. And less than a week later, Peter's infant son from his previous marriage was found dead. Uh, he was discovered by Belle, of course. In December 1902, Peter himself would suffer a, quote, tragic accident that led to his passing. Belle alleged that Peter had slipped in the kitchen and somehow, like, knocked a meat grinder off of the shelf, which hit him in the head. Um, Of course. But everybody and their Aunt Susan was suspicious about this death. But it was one of Belle's own adopted children who would uh, really get the rumor mill turning. So 14-year-old Jenny Olson was said to have told a classmate, quote, My mama killed my papa. She hit him in the head with a meat cleaver and he died. Don't tell a soul. So tells everybody. Literally tells everybody. I'm backtracking for a second about the adopted daughter thing. uh, Because this case is so old... It was very hard to research. Um, so it's kind of strange. So Belle and her first husband, Mads, had two biological children, and only two children were buried in their family plot. Um, however, a census was done in the year 1900, just before Mads' death, and it was noted that the family had four children, two of whom were adopted, but there was no real, like, record of adoption. Okay. So this sounds kind of, like, kidnappy to me. Yeah. <laughs> but this... this was the 1800s so it could be the normal adoption process i guess like there's no paper trail or anything or if there Um, was that like it's just long gone by now yeah um and neither of the two children who were counted in the census in 1900 were named jenny olsen but researchers believe that uh the 10-year-old girl, Morgan Couch, who was living with them at the time, later changed her name to Jenny Olson. So this may or may not be a child that they've had with them for many years, or she may have just shown up. We don't really know who the hell she is. Or, like, <laughs> they got rid of their first adopted child and then, like, stole another one. Yeah, and I don't like, really know. Don't, that's so messy. And it, it gets more mysterious because... There was more children found later. We'll get to that. Um, So after the town went into a frenzy with the news, Jenny was brought into the coroner's office where she denied saying anything because she thought she was like getting in trouble. So she's like, I didn't say that. Um, Why'd they bring her to the coroner? I don't know. I thought it was weird too. Why not the police station? Maybe the coroner was scarier because there was bodies there and they were like trying to scare Scare her her into confessing. I don't know. Um, so Belle was never charged with anything and she told people she would be sending her daughter off to boarding school as punishment. You'll find out where she actually went in just a little bit. Um, Belle was a widow once again and refused to stay that way for very long. She put out personal ads in the newspapers across the Midwest. They read, quote, personal, comely widow who owns a large farm in one of the finest districts in Laporte County, desires to make the acquaintance of a gentleman equally well provided, which I love, um, with view of joining fortunes. No replies by letter considered unless sender is willing to follow answer with a personal visit. Triflers need not apply. So she's basically like come and get it boys she's basically um, that's like the tinder version literally it's 1800 tinder yeah um eligible you try <laughs> did i though no um eligible men started turning up for scheduled visits to the farm to meet their potential new bride um it's like a really really that's bad so episode weird. of the bachelorette it's yeah that's so weird apparently there was just like lineups of men waiting to go into her farm and i think it was more so that she was rich as opposed to like i was gonna say like yeah 
they're like whoa a single woman that owns her own farm sign me up um so some men including john moe of minnesota brought cash to prove their worth to the widow uh john went missing after his visit and was never heard from again this became a pattern more suitors would make their way to bell's home and then they went missing you think Mm -hmm. like she would like realize that someone's gonna fucking like be suspicious at some point people were like really really oblivious back then apparently apparently um so bell received a ton of cash and gifts from her suitors uh this included things like deeds to land entire bank accounts so they would like sign their bank accounts over to her and pricey jewelry she used her gift money to purchase large wooden trunks which did not set off any alarms for some reason how Um, dumb are people though literally so dumb uh (laughs) neighbors also noted that they would often see bell digging in her pig pen late at night and again no alarms were going off um like i'm just one with my pigs we're best i just like to dig with the pigs man (laughs) apparently bell was quite the charmer uh many people wondered how she could woo so many when when woo so many men because she wasn't like conventionally attractive so bell was six feet tall and weighed over 200 pounds and while i'm sure she was gorgeous um it wasn't common to see women of that stature being admired back in the day like it was more of the frail woman like the the you know men wanted to take care of women back then kind of thing she didn't fit the mold is what i'm trying to say yeah um however she had a way with words so they discovered a letter that was addressed to a man named andrew helgelin uh he also went missing after a visit to bell's farm the letter read quote to the dearest friend in the world no woman in the world is happier than i am i know that you are not now oh god the the way they speak back then is so strange it's gonna this, i'm gonna butcher this just fair warning here i know that you are now to come to me and be my own i can tell from your letters that you are the man i want it does not take one long to tell when to like a person and you i like better than anyone in the world <laughs> i can't think how we will enjoy each other's company you the sweetest man in the whole world <laughs> i don't believe that first of all um we will be all alone with each other. Can you conceive of anything nicer? I think of you constantly when I hear your name mentioned. And this is so funny. She says, and this is when one of the dear children speaks of you. Or I hear myself humming it with the words of an old love song. It is beautiful music to my ears. <laughs> my heart beats in wild rapture for you, my Andrew. I love you. Come prepared to stay forever. And that line was much more literal i was gonna say like literally like even in the afterlife but like he stayed forever um another man named george anderson came from missouri to meet with bell uh they had a lovely time together and she had allegedly confessed that she was having trouble paying her mortgage and that was why she was looking for a man which is bullshit because she said she was rich in the ad um George said he'd pay off her mortgage if they decided to wed, and I would like to know if George is still single. Um, yeah, the two pay spent- off my mortgage as well, please. <laughs> the two spent the night together and everything. Uh, it seemed to be going well until George awoke in the middle of the night to Belle standing over him while he slept holding a candle. George claimed that her face was like twisted into an evil smile and she no longer resembled the sweet woman that he had dinner with. Uh, George was one of the lucky ones. He fled that night and never returned to the farm. So this started to become the talk of the town because they saw a man literally fleeing from the house. In the middle of the Um, night, just like, bye. 
Yeah, and people finally started to piece together what was going on. Uh, Family members of the missing men started to wonder where their loved ones had gone. Uh, They demanded answers from Belle, but she smoothed them over with her charming words, for a little while at least. On April 28th, 1908, uh, uh, oh wow, I missed a word entirely. I can't speak today. I'm sorry for future Danielle who's editing this. On April 28th, 1908, a fire tore through the farmhouse where Belle lived with three children. Again, I don't know who these children are. Um, So local authorities found the corpses of the children and the body of a woman, but the woman's head was missing. It was presumed that these were the remains of Belle Gunness, just based on like the height and the size of the body that was found, but it was never 100% confirmed to be her. Huh. investigators believe that uh bell started the fire for insurance fraud but something had gone wrong and she was caught in the house as it burned down around her but that doesn't explain <laughs> yeah that doesn't explain why her head's gone so i think something else happened here and we're gonna get to that authorities uh called in a team of a dozen men to dig up the land so they wanted to dig up like the entire farmland which was a good idea um and neighbors started suggesting that it was a burial ground for all of these missing men who had visited the farm. The whole town showed up to watch them dig, which is estimated to be around a thousand people or more. So there was like a crowd of people I would <laughs> watching them dig up. This honestly same. Yeah. <laughs> all I could think about is like when I hear like couples fighting outside of my house and I'm like, I'm looking out the window. Like Have you I seen would those 100% be there. People are like getting arrested outside someone's home or like people are fighting and they like are outside like, like folding Sweeping and shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's me and They're sweeping the lawn and yeah. shit. Yeah. We would do That's that. That's us. Um, so the crowd stood to witness as investigators discovered what had really happened to Jenny Olson, the missing men, and two additional unidentified children. Um, so because of the state of some of the remains found, investigators weren't able to identify or even count the total number of victims. But it's estimated that on that day, 13 corpses were found on the farm. Um, and that Bell had killed upwards of 42 people total. Oh my God. Uh, so there was more children found in like the, the pig pens and whatnot, but they yeah. couldn't tell if they were like Bell's family members, if they were like random victims. So her MO usually w- were these single men that she had lured to her farm. But then they're like, okay, so she's like killing all these single men. Who are these kids? Yeah. So I think that she might've been like kidnapping children on the side to put this like, sad single wife mother like you know what i mean yeah, like, like make vibe. a story yeah um but we'll never know because these remains were unidentified um so here's where the case takes a wee little bit of a twist again um bell had a handyman named ray limfair uh there were rumors that ray was an accomplice in these killings helping bell dismember and bury the victims ray was also in love with bell and had been attempting to woo her into a relationship for quite some time uh he was jealous of all of the suitors that would come to the farm and more than once had acted irrationally while bell was having one of her dates um so a few months before the fire bell had fired ray and even attempted to have him committed claiming that he was a danger to her and her children uh, when the farm burned down ray was the only real suspect he was brought in for questioning and eventually they charged him with the arson but not any murders just arson okay um while in prison ray denied having any involvement in the fire or the murders and insisted Oh, and instead claimed that Bell was a violent serial killer and that she was still alive. So according to Ray, Bell had been poisoning victims during their dates. Uh, and while the victim was woozy, she would use a heavy object to crack his skull, just like her late husband, Peter. 
Belle would carry the bodies to the basement where she would dismember them and feed portions to her pigs. Uh, she would bury the rest of the remains in the pig pen. Ray claimed that Belle knew police were on to her. So she had packed up the money from her suitors, smothered the children to death, set the fire, and then fled, leaving behind a corpse that looked enough just like her to to fool the authorities. He alleged that the headless body belonged to a woman from Chicago who had been promised a job as Belle's housekeeper. Uh, So Ray's little tale spread through the newspapers across the United States, and for years, people would claim to have spotted Belle in places like Chicago, San Francisco, New York, Los Angeles, and even a small town in Mississippi, all the way up until 1931. So she became sort of like an urban legend in the U.S., a spooky evil woman who would do absolutely anything for money, who may or may not have faked her own death. Um, so she's, yeah, she's kind of, she's kind of like a little urban legend now. It's kind of not cute. Why do I always want to say cute? <laughs> it's not cute um cool i guess um so i would believe that bell was crazy enough to like fake her own death like i i totally believe this story but it just kind of seems a little bit like vengeful for me like someone just just wanted justice and got it because be- beheading to me is like really personal that's like a, yeah. i don't want to just kill you i want to like i want you to cut your fucking head off it, yeah. yeah so i would believe that she faked her own death but i also would all- believe that a family member or even like one of her potential dates did it kind of thing or someone found out that maybe like this is like a long shot but like maybe she did kidnap kids and someone found out who kidnapped their kid yeah and found out it was her so they killed them yeah like when i heard the decapitation my first thought was just like revenge you know what i mean like so uh, it could be a family member she could have faked her own death we'll literally never never know know. (laughs) all we know is that she's probably dead by now Yes, by now she's for sure dead. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to see because it said like sightings for up to years later in the one article. And I was like, well, when was the last sighting? Because like, are people still seeing her today? Because this just took a spooky twist. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the sighting stopped in 1931. So I was going to say, is she a vampire? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so much better. It would have been like an episode of Twilight. An episode of Twilight. An I episode. don't know, man. Can we have episodes of Twilight now? <laughs> Can you imagine, like, a, you know, the CW would pick that up. They probably would. I'm surprised they haven't Is it still yet. called the CW, what, like, Riverdale and shit's on? I have no idea. I stopped watching Riverdale. It's Whoever does Riverdale would do Twilight. I think it's the CW. But that was fucking nuts. I like that one, and I, I thought like you would like it. 42 bodies. Or 42 possible victims. Yeah, so I don't know how they got that number exactly if it was, like, based on... on Literally. (laughs) Based on, like, letters she'd received or, like, total missing victims or what. Because they they couldn't... The best guess they had that they found on the first day of digging the farm was 13 bodies. But even that was, like, uh, (laughs) it could be. Yeah. Or maybe they found, like, little fragments that could possibly be a body, but not enough to be, like, yeah, a body. exactly. There's there's actually pictures that I found in one of the articles. Um, so some people were identified because she left, like, their whole head. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to post pictures of it, but I fucking saw it. It was That's wild. Terrible. Um, it was gross. I was not prepared. I, I thought... I don't know. I didn't think that crime scene photos back then would be that detailed. Um, That's all I had back then. It's like, then. look at the crime scene photos. And I thought it would just be like a blurry, like, distant farm or something. No. Um, <laughs> it's a head. But uh, some of it was just like they found a rib. They found half a jaw. Like, some of yeah. it was very fragmented. Um, so, yeah, we'll never know. We'll never know total number of victims. We'll never know where she went. 
we just don't know that's crazy dun, dun, dun. she's obviously like addicted to getting money and not working for it <laughs> which same <laughs> <laughs> right uh yeah no it was definitely like a a black widow type case uh but the children thing threw me off i I would like to know if she kidnapped children or if these were like her legally adopted children who was letting her legally adopt children or was it her like her biological children like yeah who was having kids with her if she was a widow it's god so so many many mysteries so many unanswered questions (laughs) I like cases like that because it, it leaves it open-ended to theorize. Yeah. Theorize. I can't speak. We're just going to let it slide. It, it's it fine. works. It works. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one, though. That was nuts. Thanks. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, should we get into some spooky? Let's more get spooky. Um, so today I'm going to talk about... I feel like I sound the same every time. Like, today we're going to talk about... <laughs> <laughs> well, the whole reason that... I don't know if you thought this, but I liked the name Spooky Hour because it sounds like a talk show, Yeah, you know? So if you want to talk like you're hosting a talk show, you do your thing, girl, today on the Spooky (laughs) Hour. (laughs) We are a talk show. Um, But we're going to talk about the Zozo Demon. Oh, I've heard of this one. Perfect. I'm glad I picked one that you actually heard of. Yeah. I don't know much about it, but I, I, I feel like this was in Supernatural. There's not a lot to it so but it's interesting for sure yeah let's Um, get into it so the origins of the zozo demon are a bit iffy because there's no proof or like evidence of where this demon originates but there's like theories so we'll go into them um people believe that the zozo is part of an ancient like ancient origins that like originate from like af they're either african or like sumerian however the zozo was referenced in a french demonological encyclopedia fuck me called <laughs> also fuck me because i still don't know how to pronounce this you're the french person so like dictionnaire infernal that was written in 1818 fuck it close enough yeah good en- <laughs> not everyone in canada speaks french and i'm trash at it so here we are um so this- I, for the record i only have my grade 12 french and everyone goes to me to translate things and i'm like guys i only have grade 12 french <laughs> like, this is as far as i'm going with this i gave up in like grade 11 um so this was written by jacques august simon colin de plancy wow <laughs> holy fuck <laughs> yeah what, what is name. that five names yeah what a wow. fucking name um so now the zo- the story of the zozo written in this book is of a young girl who claimed to be possessed by not one but three demons and one of these three demons was the zozo um, now, according to reports, the translation of this book actually states that the girl was lying about her story about being possessed. Um, apparently, she was abused, and they said that she used the demonic possession as an escape, so she Aww. was, like, imprisoned for her lies. So, she was like, I'm being abused, but she told everyone that she was being possessed, and they're like, you're lying, and then, so they threw Aww, her in jail. brutal. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, man. So... It could be true. It could, like, she could be lying or, like, she could actually be possessed. We don't know. There's no evidence. There's just yeah. the story. Um, but either way, the Zozo demon was mentioned in this book. Um, and it was used. So that's as, that's as far as they got in history. It was 1818. So the Zozo demon, what does he or she do exactly? Well, it's known to be this entity who likes to communicate through Ouija boards. 
um, people who have been in contact with this demon have said that at the beginning, um, the Zozo is supposed to be really nice and nothing like a, like a demon would act or whatever. But the more you communicate, there's more the demon becomes like malicious this is sounding like a horror movie i said supernatural episode but i think there's like a horror movie based around this there it's is. sounding so familiar there oh is. do you get to it yeah okay um, there is a movie <laughs> i've never seen it but and it's like uh fuck have i seen a movie that you haven't maybe <gasps> it's like it's not finish like- your drink i know that's not one of the rules but i'm making it one <laughs> <laughs> finish your water i already finished my water damn it <laughs> um at first like the zozo will have like the pl- he- he or she will like move the planchette and figure eight patterns and then eventually will spell out like their own name so we'll spell out zozo and that's one thing is like if i when i die and like haunt whoever i'm haunting i'm gonna change my name because spelling out danielle (laughs) is gonna suck (laughs) like i'm gonna get halfway through how you do a double l i don't know just like pull it back around the l like that's annoying i have a double l too yeah i don't know we're going to have to figure this out before we die. <laughs> um, we haven't got much time. <laughs> um, and so, he, like, the Zozo will spell out its own name. Um, and then it will also spell out, like, curse words. Like, same, I'm going to do that. And we'll start threatening whoever is communicating, whoever um, the Zozo is communicating with through the Ouija board. Now, in March of 2009, a dude named Darren Evans decided to go on a website called True Ghost Tales um, and post a story regarding his interactions with the Zozo. Um, I don't believe it's a real functioning website anymore, but if you Google, like, the True Ghost Tales and type in Darren Evans, the story still comes up and his post still comes up regarding the Zozo. Um, The post starts out with Darren saying he has been in to like the occult since an early age but he also says and i quote i've had many bizarre experiences with the ouija boards and i'm writing this to warn people that bad things can happen because of these portals so now darren goes into his own personal experiences i'm not going to go into every single detail of what he says but there is one sentence he states that says and i quote and i quote during my experiences with ouija boards one particular spirit always seems to make it make its presence known its name is zozo today i refuse to even pronounce its name um so darren has claimed that the zozo was uh at first nice while he was communicating with it and eventually it got very malicious he said that the demon even tried to drown his toddler daughter in the bathtub and then a few days later she ended up getting infected with some like mysterious illness that almost killed her he blames this on this demon wow yeah so it starts off with like some hilarious interactions on the ouija board and then eventually he just like ruins your life it's not no longer just through the ouija board um, now this isn't like in his blog post of what happened to his daughter, but he was featured on an episode of Ghost Adventures where he stated this. Um, so before Darren wrote the, the story on the website, he had actually Googled um, Zozo and realized he wasn't the only one having experiences. Um, so that's why he posted this as like a warning on this website, hoping to like connect and help other people. Um, Darren ended up setting up a website. It's kind of like this sort of blog deal. It's called Darren Evans Paranormal. You can find it. You can find like other people's accounts of the Zozo on his website as well. So that's basically what he is that uses it still for. Up? Yeah, that's still up. It still exists. Um, but that's basically what he uses it for. So people will submit their stories on what happened 
and their experiences with Zozo, he will post it. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so now, obviously, some people don't take Darren seriously. Um, some film company ended up getting the rights to to the Zozo, which I don't know how you get rights to of Demon, but here we are. <laughs> um, it made a movie called I Am Zozo, and it came out in 2012, I think. I think it was 2012. So I don't know if that's the movie you're referring to. It has to be, because I remember seeing something about it, but I don't... God, why would I watch that movie? Yeah. <laughs> It's well, like, I'm going to Google the movie poster while we're here. It's like I am Zozo. Yeah. Oh. Um, Once you said it was like, I'm. it's like Sharknado, I think I did watch it. I think I was just bored and on Netflix and looked up horror movie or something. <laughs> Probably. Um, so Darren was featured in the movie. Like, he actually had a part in it. Oh, um, no way. Yeah, and I don't know if you've ever seen, like, there's a YouTube video of, and it's called... Uh, scariest ouija board demon zozo possessed girl so yeah and she starts laughing and like like ends up like convulsing on the floor yeah yeah so that video is actually a trailer for that movie what yeah so people were like this like zozo's real this is what happened to this girl but it was actually a trailer for this movie that's so funny it has like six that million video scared me yeah it has like <laughs> six million views on youtube it's terrifying yeah so fun fact it's not like jump scare scary it's like bone chilling scary yeah. like it bothers me <laughs> yeah it's uh, very uncomfortable i don't like yeah. it but yeah it's actually i don't think it's real because it's a trailer but that's funny yeah. i didn't know yeah so darren also co-authored a book called the zozo phenomenon in this book darren said his first encounter with the zozo demon was actually in 1982 after finding a ouija board in his girl his then girlfriend's basement and zozo was engraved on the back of it However, there was also an interview with Darren with some newspaper, like, down the road, um, like, years later, where he said the Ouija board had Zozo written on the front of it and not the back. So, like, where Ouija, it said it was Zozo. Oh, say, oh creepy. So, it's, like, conflicting stories um, in which some people have said he's, like, lying about it. Um, so, you never know. It might be the Zozo demon, but, like, the Zozo demon sounds fucking terrifying, so... <laughs> um, not only does this demon speak regularly through the Ouija board, people have reported having things break around them when being in contact with the Zozo. There are also tons of stories on Reddit regarding, like, people's experience with the Zozo. Um, but the interesting thing is it's, like, it's, al- it's almost like another Slenderman scenario. Yeah. And as, like, the case where this internet... It's, like, an internet cult sensation. Yeah. That's where exactly. this started. So it's, like, there... Th- the history of it is so iffy because you don't actually know where the origins lie. Yeah. But one person posted it in 2009 and it just blew up from there. I love that though. And now everyone's like having experiences. Like if you read the Reddit boards, there's some like terrifying, I'm not going to go into them because these are people's personal experiences and we don't have the rights to do that. Yeah. but go read, like, there's a bunch of Reddit boards and people saying their experiences on it. And it's a lot of people just say that, like, the communication's really rude. Like, he's very, very rude when he communicates. Yeah. Um, but some people have experiences where, like, things will break. Like, they'll, they'll be watching TV and their TV will break. Or, oh, like, shit. there was one girl that um, she had done a Ouija board and she ended up like 
the she communicated with the Zozo, and the same day she ended up getting hit by a drunk driver. Oh my god! Yeah, did she die? No, she didn't. Oh, okay, but like Ooh. people are like accounting those situations to this demon, <sighs> which it's is so hard because like it could just be like they just had a really bad day, yeah, and just happened to be the day after that they yeah. did this thing, or it could be real, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's the thing if like even if darren's like full of shit it's, <laughs> he brought a lot of people together that have a lot of stories and like a lot of people are experiencing it it's not just like one or two people like there's thousands i'm gonna look through that it's crazy i just thought it was an interesting topic um and i still can't commit to talking about another haunted house <laughs> <So>. <laughs> no that was a good one i like that we both did like open-ended like spooky yeah dun, dun, dun. mysterious is the word i'm looking for and hard names to pronounce yeah and we both just can't talk today yeah that too but man i'm blaming the weather <laughs> yeah honestly but the thing with this this story is like it's it, it literally it just takes the internet to start something yeah and that's like that's so all it mind-blowing takes. to me it's like it's literally like another Slenderman. so it's Damn. it's it's like people can either um they either relate to it because they have had similar experiences yeah or they read about it and then they just attribute everything to it you know what i mean so it's it's some of it could be verified true stories but some of it could be what is it called like the mania or whatever that oh yeah yeah. there's like a crowd all thinking the same thing yeah thing oh my god you know that thing yeah (laughs) i use it so much and i'm i'm blanking right now yeah but yeah i know mass hysteria mass hysteria thank you it yeah. could be mass hysteria yeah or it could be just that we not now all have the ability to share those stories yeah and, and we just never know and now we have a platform to do it but yeah. um some people at, like also think that the zozo is actually like a um like pazu demon so the one mm-hmm. that inspired like the exorcist i believe it was yeah so he like that's an actual demon so people believe it could be the same but that's uh, i don't know i don't it's know all up in the one. air man yeah so and some people we'll never know we won't so people also believe that the zozo is just another because apparently there was an experiment done and they brought in a bunch of people and they they told these people about this this guy that passed away um how he passed they told him about his life and everything like that and then they gave them a ouija board and told them to connect with this person and so they did that and so they connected with him and stuff and then at the end of the experiment they're like this person never existed yeah they didn't die well that's like uh like some psychics and stuff they just they'll say i'm i'm seeing a man and then they wait for you to go oh my uncle died they're like yeah i'm seeing the word uncle like you know what i mean like they it's open-ended questions like they're fishing exactly so like you know i think that's kind of the fun thing about anything paranormal though it's just a a matter of whether or not you believe in it exactly and i choose to believe in it oh gosh yeah (laughs) life's boring let us have something (laughs) yeah exactly But there's some there's obviously some people out there and then some stories out there that obviously do not make sense and yeah every everything's gonna have one of those right but and then there's me who tries to like make everything spooky you could tell me like that there's like a police record and like medical record that something is 100 percent not spooky and i'll be like but what if but what if it was like a, a ouija board killer? could be the aliens it like... could be water aliens you guys <laughs> well that was a fun one we had fun today it was a bit of a short episode today, but I that's mean, fine. We did we do so many that are over an hour. I feel like we're allowed. Yeah, 
We hope you liked it. Come tell us if you like it. Yeah, we have Instagram. It's a spooky hour podcast. You can find us on Twitter at spooky hour, and you can email us at the spooky hour podcast six 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 at gmail dot com. Send in your spooky tales. We got a few, and I forgot to tell Holly you should. Go oh my god, did me? I'm sorry. You know what? I have I checked the emails for like two days in a row, and we had no emails. And then that was all the effort I put into checking emails. <laughs> I was like, I should look every so often and be more involved. And then yeah. But yeah, (laughs) so it's kind of exciting. Well, thanks. Keep sending them in, though, because we want all of them. All of them. them. We want to own your soul. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was great. Wow. (laughs) Thank you. And with that, stay spooky, friends. Stay spooky. Bye. Bye. Bye.